It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Yo! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome back. Replicon Radio. We're here, we're doing it. Little little special treat for everybody here. Uh, little off the uh, off the cuss interview as we do. Um, let's just uh, just jump right into it, man. This is a uh, special guest here today. So straight out of Columbus, Ohio, via Austin, Texas. Give it up for my man. Jay Biz, boop, 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 boop. what up, brother? <laughs> What's up, fam? What's good, man? Jay Bizarre up in this motherfucker. Denny Mines Productions. What's good, Repertown Radio? Uh, yeah, just chilling, chilling, man. Uh, hanging out with you on this uh, this beautiful Saturday afternoon, if you will. Uh, getting, oh yeah, getting to know more nice about time. the underground. Hell yeah! Right in the middle of winter, we got a day of summer, so. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so as you know, and most people know, um, generally, bro, what we like to do is we want to we wanna dive in and we want to go, you know, way back to the way backs. Um, I guess probably, what, around 2006 or so when you were kind of getting your feet wet into this, uh, into this uh, music scene. But leading up to that even more so, like, what was it about, you know, hip hop or, uh, you know, Horrorcore or Wicked Rare, whatever, whatever it was that may have influenced you or got you into, into not only making music but listening to music. Like, where did it all kind of get started for you uh, as an artist? Oh um, man, um, so like, not to even sound cliche in any way, but like, uh, probably like I'll say '96 is when I really first got into hip hop. When fucking uh, when Tupac got killed. I didn't even know who Tupac was, um, but I started listening to him and I fell in love with, with Tupac. I had, I had listened to Snoop Dogg and stuff every once in a while, but uh, I got into pop. So then I ended up moving up to Ohio. I was down in, uh, I was in Texas at the time and uh, ended up moving back up here with family. And then uh, I just got into Tupac collecting all of his, his stuff. I remember like probably like 97, 98 when I started, like, through, like, old-school BMG, like, getting CDs out of there for, like, a penny type oh, yeah. shit. And never and, like, paying for them? Getting them to my collection. And, uh, I said and never paying for them? <laughs> I think I was one of the few who actually did pay for them. Oh, <laughs> but it hater. was only, like, what, a couple cents? <laughs> well, like, the first batch. Everybody paid for the first batch, and then it was, like, you had yeah. to pay full price, and it was, like, $15 <laughs> or something. You're like, no, yeah. I ain't buying that. I just want the I want the eleven for a penny or whatever. 
Man, that's old school. <laughs> but that's about like when I first really got into hip hop. Um, I'd always listened to my brother was big, my older brother, um, who you know I was with every day. So he always listened to like rock and stuff. So I was exposed to that a little bit, like metal and shit. And uh, but I was really into rap more. You know what I mean? And then I think it was probably like '98. I started like doing. My mom was uh, started doing poetry, like. She had her own, like, struggles with, you know, relationships up with my dad. And she started doing poetry, which inspired me to do poetry. And it's funny because I recently, she had found one of my poems, and it was called, like, Circus or something. And this is, like, from before I was a juggalo. It was, like, almost meant to be that I was a juggalo. Because then, like, around 98, I lived in Dublin, Ohio. And uh, I was, like, in, I, was, I think I was, like, a freshman in high school. And I had, like, a neighborhood homie who introduced me to while I was listening to Tupac all the time and, and shit with like heavy bass beats and shit, uh, he introduced me to like the great Malenko and then that's the album that got me an ICP. And, uh, and then it kind of just flowed from there. I knew I liked doing, you know, I liked doing poetry. I loved rap. I loved beats. I loved, I remember trying to, I'd go to the, to like, I don't remember which stores it was back then, maybe like Sam Goody or something and get like singles for cheap. Like you get a beat, you get like an acapella, you get a, an instrumental. And I like, I have one of those old school tape player CD combo things. And like, uh, I would like try to play one and then like try to match up the, uh, the acapella to another song to that beat. And I didn't know nothing about, you know, patterns and shit. Then I just knew I really seemed interested in it and I did it. And, uh, and so I kind of, after that, it kind of, you know, I got into my stoner days in high school, fucked around, started freestyling with homies when I moved back down to Texas. And that's kind of how it all brewed up, so to say. <laughs> so you were just using the, you was using your old, uh, your boom box and making your own uh, remixes and shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I started, way before we started Den in Minds, when I first really realized like the, to be 100% honest, the first the album that really fully inspired me to rap was once I was already listening to Tupac, once I was already listening to ICP. When ICP and Psychopathic put out Psychopathic Riders Dumping, that's the album to me in my head. I remember we was living out of a uh, camper in in uh, Lockhart State uh, uh, State Park, and we were going to school off that shit. And I remember having my headphones. And getting the CD because one of my buddies had got it. I, I remember listening to it a whole bunch and like, man, if they can just switch their styles like this, why the fuck can't I just start rapping? You know what I mean? And something in my mind clicked, and I still contribute that album as my fucking the album that got me actually to be like, okay, I'm gonna start writing songs. Hell yeah. And and so it was probably at that point it was already in the 2001 maybe. To and from there, you know, it just kind of. It was just freestyling with homies. We uh, later in high school we talked about. I had three other two or two other dudes I freestyled with all the time. One of my best, my other friends, his name is Josh too, and uh, we would always hang out and freestyle on, like you said, like one of those boom boxes. We'd record it on tapes. You know, we'd get those little mini recorder tape things and record freestyles. All horrible, but you know, we was getting it in. But that's where it all started. Like that's where it all. You know, it's kind of classic. A lot of people I've talked to about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember doing that, and it's fucking awesome because literally that's how it was back then. Like, like that was the shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, no, that's super dope. Old dumping, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I get it though because that's like your first 
It's you know what I mean. It was beats the the popular beats that you recognize, but it was other people. Yeah. So I was like, that's super dope. Hell yeah! So then, so that's when you guys all kind of came together and decided um, just to start so, the uh, to start the group. Like, tell us about the group and how. Like that was your so, first intro into like being an artist, right? Yeah. Before I, I guess um, so. After high school. Still, you know, stoner, getting drunk, partying days with, the, with you know, the same kind of smaller group of friends from Lockhart. Uh, we kind of, um, we'd get together, you know, and we'd freestyle. And so we, I remember at some point being like, man, if I ever, if we ever start a group, it's going to be Dented Minds. Like, Dented Minds has just always been the name. And so it was probably about 2000, I want to say late 2004, um, I finally invested and I used, I believe I used some tax return money. I bought, I remember going on to Dell.com, um, getting, ordering a computer, which I still have to this day. And then, uh, going to Guitar Center and buying a Pro Tools. Cause I had, I lived in this place where one of like all the rooms were rented out by different people. And like, so it wasn't like a normal living situation. Like you rent a room to this house and then you have a common area. And, uh, one of the other guys that lived there, uh, dude's name was Jason. He had a group and stuff, a, a band type thing. And so he was recording and he recommended I get Pro Tools. And so I ended up, you know, I got the Pro Tools inbox and then I, uh, I got Reason. I believe that was the program he used too. So I, I went and got Reason, but he might have hooked me up with that. Um, so I started making my own beats. And so probably by 2005, it was full. That's everything. That's all I knew. I would go to work and then. In my free time, you know, I didn't have no kids back then. Uh, sometimes a relationship, but my life was working on fucking beats, writing songs. And, and and they might not have been the best fucking songs, but everybody starts somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And, For sure. like, I actually recently did an interview a couple months ago, and I, I had said that I have all this stuff. But recently, as in like the last two weeks, I was looking and one of my hard drives is fucked up. So I might have lost all that shit. I had all that shit, <laughs> like all the sessions, all the clips, everything. And I think it's all gone now. I'm oh, kind of no. sad about that. But, but you know what? Right of Futures, it was all old. You know, it was old stuff anyway. But, it, it, you know, it's a little, you know, heartwarming on that. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, so come 2006 is where... I dropped a group. We I got with those two same buddies, and we 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 did dented minds as a group. So we did that. That ran about maybe a year. Nobody really. Everybody had different th objectives in life, career directions, yada yada. I was just you know working jobs, and my focus was music. So of course you know the, the group ended up splitting up. You know, um, and I I went solo. So come 2007, I put out my first like mixtape, mind bending. And I had a couple little projects I had built up, you know. And I put out my first mixtape, though. And uh, it had, like, 20 songs, I want to say. And, like, from there, like, for the next 10 years straight, I was putting out a 20-track mixtape every year. I was putting out a Halloween album every year from 06 to probably 2015, maybe. Now, were these, uh, Halloween album were these actual, years. like, uh, the, the, you know, the, the old definition of mixtapes like in the style of riders with stolen um, beats and or were they just yes okay. with mixtapes i considered a mixtape if one the beat wasn't really that much but i still made a song to it i'd throw it on there um or if it was a stolen beat i'd throw it on mixtape so therefore i just put it online for free which all of it's actually still available 
uh, to listen to. If you go to SoundClick uh, slash Jay Bazaar, you can just keep scrolling and keep scrolling. There's probably a hundred, almost 200 tracks. That's just mixtapes and collabo groups I did. That don't count any of the Halloween albums I put out. And, and back then, you know, those were my space days. I literally just, I'd print the CDs and I'd sell them. So, you know, I didn't have a huge fan base. You know, I still don't have a huge fan base, but I still have some of those albums I sell on my merch table and stuff. Some of them are out of print. I may bring back one day. But really, my focus these days are on all this new shit. And, like, the, I stepped my game up substantially in the past two years. Like, like quality is the main thing. Uh, I feel, you know, if you don't have a good quality, people, no matter how good it can be, you know, people aren't going to give it that extra attention, you know, until they, till it's, you know, ready to actually be fucking bumping equivalent to shit they listen to. You know what I mean? That's just Absolutely. the name of the nature of the beast, you know? For sure. Now, so you always, you always went by the same name, like even from the beginning? Yes. Yes. Where? I've, I've done different groups and I'm always Jay Bazaar. Where there was that? a time, uh, a couple of years ago, I was about to change my name. I was, I guess I won't get into those details, um, but I was working with someone who's actually pretty big right now. Uh, we were about to, I was about to join on the, their, his label, um, but then he kind of joined another group and they got really successful. Um, so now I just kind of do my own thing and I'm, of course, keeping Jay Bazaar because that's me like all day. And I don't, and, and I had a conversation with someone recently about, you know, Jay Bazaar is, is it like, you know, I, I, I do dark, dark shit and i do positive uplifting shit too i do everything every genre i've done like i've done some rock type shit i've done recently i dug into the dmp vaults and pulled up a country kind of a country hip-hop song and i decided i'm just gonna drop it and put it out i put it up on my my youtube and uh so like i go under jay bazaar fully because that's me and i do everything so a lot of people will kind of change their name or you know like for different stuff they do and i've joked about kind of maybe coming up with another alias just to do it but really it always falls back on i'm i'm jay bazaar and that's what i do you know what i mean for sure where did uh where did that name originally uh come from well is there, is there a story um, behind the name or one of uh it's a little combination. JB is my initials, Josh Bleen. So JB, J Biz. Um, the biz part, I'm all, I've always been, uh, pretty active, pretty busy. I stay busy. Um, but also another sign back when I did it, it was, uh, like, uh, the Bizarre Bizarre album from ICP. Because that kind of, like I said, Psychopathic Riders really inspired me to actually do something. Yeah. I really liked the Bizarre albums. I felt like they were very versatile. And I feel like I'm pretty versatile um, with styles and stuff. So kind of the Bizarre, the Bizarre portion of Jay Bizarre uh, was a little more influenced with that too. Just a little bit. But really, it, was, it just kind of, it just kind of happened. Just kind of flourished and and i don't i can't really contribute it all to any particular thing just it kind of was like it was meant to be like like i tell people sometimes like even with the music or whatever it's like i have antennas and and, and i get signals from the fucking universe or whatever and and i have to just do it this way that it comes like i it's crazy some shit happens i'm like damn i can't explain it i can't explain it it just happens and 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 that's one of those things. My name came about that way. Everything shit definitely you know, uh, happens how it's supposed to, for sure. That's exactly, a- as if it was meant to be. But I don't, you know, we don't all know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But those are great records, it's a, especially if you're, you know what I mean, you're growing up in that era, which I did as well. Look, I, yeah, I was blown away by those records, so I can understand oh, yeah. being inspired. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to seeing them live this summer. So. Oh, yeah, that's going to be really fucking dope, man. Yeah. Really dope. I'm excited. Uh, it sucks. Oh, it doesn't suck in any way, but uh, I shouldn't say that. But uh, I wish, like, of all years, this would have been a dope year for me to get on the gathering. But I just performed at the gathering last year. So I know they don't do the same artists back-to-back, you know what I mean? You never know. But uh, I was pitching it. I got, you know, like, I I, uh, I got, like, two new music videos in the works about the drop, and I got a lot of shit that could possibly get me in the door. So I don't know. I'm still going to try, but most likely I won't be able to get on this gathering. But I'm going to definitely try. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Because this is the gathering to be on as a performer to me because, I mean, fucking bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How I'm fucking saying. dope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everybody's been waiting for it. I'm pumped. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm super pumped. I wasn't even know if I didn't even know if I was going to go. I've been to all 20, and I was like, I probably ain't going to go to 21. I did it. And then they were like, bizarre, bizarre. I was like, nope, done. There. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> like, that was the one thing. Yeah. I was like, when they do it, I have to be there. And they're doing it at that dope-ass venue where it all kind of started, the outside stuff, which is yeah. dope, too. So Yeah, that's really fucking awesome, dude. Like, it's really cool how, you know, the gathering has been so many places, kicked out of so many places, yada, yada, and it's fucking going back to, like, the home base, or so to say. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Like, I love, I'm in Ohio, so, like, Legend Valley's dope as fuck too, you know. But sure. I'm mean, I've never actually been to where it's gonna be. Was it Nelson's Le- Nelson Ledges or yep. something? Yeah. Is that how you? Yep. Yeah, I, I man, I'm excited. It's and great. Apparently, man. no fuck that hill. Yeah, there <laughs> is no, there is no, there's none of that fuck that hill. Like, I mean, like awesome. I said, it's been so long. Like we did, I don't even know if we had. Like, I mean, we were, I was, we were kids then, and but yeah, it was. Yeah. I know this isn't about the gathering, but it's like. There was my like I still as much as many gatherings as there are a lot of it fades together but I still remember like that location because it was so fresh because it's like the, you got the open area where the stage is and back then it didn't go all night it ended and the juggalos went into the woods and that's where like the yeah. party started and they were all created by us like there was yeah. no official event after the main stage ended so I don't know what they're gonna do different they're gonna have to add another stages but it's like. Once you get into the woods, it's a whole other world. Everything's, like, covered. The trails are all covered, and they're all nice and shady and, like, lit up. And it's, oh, it's dope. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Cannot wait. Man. We'll be out there for sure. <laughs> so after all this time, man. We got to kick a little bit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So after all this time, you're still out there. You're still doing it. Jay Bazaar, uh, you just dropped a bunch of stuff, but... Uh, I mean, recently, is the beginning of this year, you dropped the uh, 2020 Dented Vision. Yeah. And and uh, what else? Sorry. So that came out this year, and then uh, at the end of last I year, you had the Identity. Yeah, and then at the end of last year, you put, or September of last year, you put a record out. So you got two records in the last, like, three or four months. Yeah. Um, I've been on it, man. I'm, I, I've, uh... You, what, what's that old movie? Stella got a groove back. Yeah. Then he got his groove back. <laughs> I had like a little downtime for about from like 2006 to uh, 2008. I kind of was just wasn't myself, man. I was kind of 
fucking up. However, I still put out like singles, and and it's funny because if you go listen to those singles that are still on uh, SoundCloud.com/slash JBazaar, uh, they're still up there, and like. It's like there, there's a lot of positive shit. Then there's a little like I, I don't know. It's it's the same me, but to me I feel like it's different. I don't know how to explain it. Like, but the, I, I leave it there, and that's why I leave it there. I, I kind of just I don't know. But I still kept putting shit out, but it wasn't albums. I stopped putting out albums. I didn't have mentally the grasp for a little while where I didn't like. I was what what really triggered it? I think was I had this run of doing Halloween albums for 10 years, like, straight. And I was going through, you know, shit with, like, my like my son's mom and, and dealing with drama, you know, how it is with having kids and, and shit, you know, negative vibes and stuff. And I just could not complete a thought, so to say, is where I could do songs, but I couldn't envision and pull together a whole project. In fact, I put myself under pressure by saying, oh, I'm going to put out another, you know, my 11th Halloween album. And it was just so much pressure on me. I missed the date. Then because I missed that date in my head, I beat myself up. Like, man, I just started spiraling down. And I got, those are some of the lowest times of my life. You know, I've gotten through a lot of low times in my life, but those were kind of low because I was really during that time, it was me, realization, hurting myself more than actually, you know what I mean, other things have inflicted me, so to say. So I slowed down during that time. However, spiraled back up late 2018, dropped an album called Strictly Dennett. Um, I showed myself that I could do all the same shit still. I pulled every style I had, mainly the darker shit, because I think, you know, I'm a juggalo. So, yeah, I got a darker style on my shit for the most part. Um I pulled that fucking out and I fucking, I dropped it like a week later than it should have been technically, but I still dropped it around Halloween. And then, uh, from there, like beginning of last 2019, I dropped a collateral album with, uh, with the sniper, another artist here in Columbus. And then I did. Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raising Cane's. Warm up with cooked order chicken fingers, crispy crinkle cut fries, Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Did some pretty big names, tour, not tours, but uh, shows like, you know, like ICP and, and uh, Twisted and, you know, all the our, our top candidates in our scene, so to say. Um, sure. Did some of those events here, all around different states, a couple of different locations. You know, open for Esham a, a couple times. So, you know, positive things are happening. So, come uh, later 2019, last year, I had my, you know, I landed the gathering slot. That was a bucket list thing for me. So, I, you know, that juiced me the fuck up. Like I was like, yes, you know what I mean. I made sure we went into that bitch. We had an exclusive gathering shirt, gave out a, a sampler CD, limited print. You know, we fly, got thousands of flyers, went out dishing them, talking to ninjas and shit. You know what I mean? It was a super productive thing for me as an artist. How, did, just, how did it go? Did you guys, did you guys do the cannibal stage? Good, yeah, we was on the cannibal stage. Dope. Yeah, it, it, it was awesome, man. It felt good. Um, so then... Uh, Right, I used The Gathering as my final promo before the album dropped. I didn't drop the album and try to sell it at The Gathering. I pushed the performance at The Gathering and promoted the album about to come out. So I did it that way. So then came the album drop was probably two months after that. And then 
So I got that album done and uh, got it all up, you know, blasting it. Turned out fucking beautiful. I, I've been working with a new producer, uh, JJ Lewis from Straight Wood uh, Records. And uh, he uh, he makes my shit sound so much better than it used to sound. Like, it's so so professional now. Like, so I, like that's my dude. We fucking ride. Like, I got him on. He, he, he takes care of all my important shit, makes sure everything's sounding good. So then the momentum from that album, I, I had beats coming in from him, from other producers. I was just stacking up more tracks. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm dropping a New Year's album. And then that's how Dan and Vision came about. It was a self-realization that, you know, I'm, I'm about to do this shit solo again because I was doing it solo, fell off, got in a group, did another solo, got in another group or group paired up with other people. And then I just realized, you know, my den and vision, you know what I mean? Like I've been, been, been doing this shit. It's time I fuse those mixtape styles. It's time I fuse this dark shit. And I fucking, that's what I did with, uh, identity crisis. And that's what I did with, uh, den and vision. And now this year is loaded, loaded <laughs> with releases. Another collab album with a new artist I'm working with. This, this, this dude, uh, the sinful killer, out of, I believe he's out of Dayton or whatever. We've been working together because we just clicked. And so, like, we're about to drop this Collado album. It's on some dark ass. It's, it's letting me get into my horrorcore shit again just for fun. You know what I mean? So I like doing it. I like, it's what I do. Like, I like doing wicked shit. So I'm busting out some wicked shit with him. Like, like the whole concept is, like, going to hell. Like, it's a wicked ass, almost a story, so to say. It's going to be, like, six songs. And this is actually, I'm leaking this now. Last time I talked about it publicly, I didn't let these details out but my dude's on his way over here from Dayton now as we speak because we're recording tonight um so that album's coming uh and then I got something else that's gonna be out of nowhere I'll say that I haven't said that publicly either and then I have a what I was calling a Halloween album but I decided I'm gonna wait till November 1st to put it out so it's not a Halloween album because I'm just past that whole concept I'm over trying to drop Halloween albums it's November 1st, I'm gonna drop it. It's called, uh, Mind of Madness. And, uh, it's fucking, it's me. Uh, I've learned to delve into my own mind and, and go back to when I was like a little fucking hoodlum running around doing stupid kid shit. You know, running like where I like, I like for one song I recently did, um, a song called Play Nice. Um, shout out to my dude Brain Dead for the production on the beat. I knocked this song out in like a day and like it was, uh, it's me delving into when, when I was a kid running around with my brother riding all, we lived in Bolero, Ohio, which is like right by Wheeling, West Virginia, but across the river. And, uh, we'd run through the fucking woods, dude. We'd fucking run all over this town, like just fucking hoodlums. I'm like, just kind of like telling some stories. And then I kind of delve into some, some shit when I lived down in Texas and skipping school and getting high. I kind of delve all through my youth, you know, my adolescence. And, and, and I've never done that. Like, I've never, you know, dug into my own mind. I only have gone, grabbed concepts or I don't, I mean, I've, I just haven't done it like this. I've delved into my own mind, so to say, but this is really like me going back into memories and recreating things. And to me, it's perfect for Mind of Madness because it's explaining why David Zara is bizarre. You know, it's saying why Danny Mines is why I'm Danny. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, like I tell people, I got, everybody got scars. Everybody's done it. But, you know, you got to keep functioning. You got to keep trucking. You got to keep stepping forward. And that's what I'm doing this year. 2020 is fucking perfect vision on what I'm trying to do. Danny Vision all fucking day. So it worked out that I dropped this Danny Vision up on January 1st because 
There's so much coming just this year. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. And so so last weekend you actually rocked out a big uh a big show at the home of uh, Jay Villain, right? Yeah, yeah. Um so uh yeah, we that's another thing I haven't announced yet. Uh, I'm actually going to use that as a tool to get motherfuckers to listen to this motherfucker right here. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I uh, locked in uh, the show with uh, with Twisted at Scully's. I performed with them before, but it wasn't a solo set. This year, I'm rocking solo shit. I'm I'm fucking hitting hard this year. I'm only I like on my last album, 2020 Vision. I mentioned um, this song in a song called Finally Caught Up. I had fucking around being a dumbass i got caught up with an ovi and so it kind of put me where i'm not supposed to be driving the shows you know i'm supposed to only drive to work and back you know what i mean luckily i have that privilege you know what i mean because they don't always grant it so i got myself in a predicament you know what i mean and so i tried to i had to flip that negative shit into something positive you know what i mean so now i'm in a mental state of you know i made that song to trying to bring light to the concept like hey y'all need to fucking be careful driving drunk all the time because i did it plenty of times you know what i'm saying yeah. plenty of times and, and, and i look back at it like goddamn selfish as fuck you know what i mean like i had to go do a 72 hour uh driver intervention class like two weekends ago and i you know i had to watch those 90s videos of people who was in high school partying with their friends went out killed some people killed a family killed a mom killed you know what i mean i got to think of all that shit like damn that really can't happen you know what i mean like so you're not untouchable. I felt untouchable, and, and you're not untouchable. I've been there, people man. People got to realize. I, sp- I did the weekend class. I got two DWIs back in the day. Yep. So you already know it's not it's not worth it. Not even the financial part. The fact that you could get pulled over and be perfectly you feel perfectly fine. Like I felt fine, but I was over the limit, and my ass was speeding. So obviously, I wasn't being very responsible, speeding right past the cop. You know what I'm saying? But um, nonetheless. You know, it can happen, and and if there's a wreck, someone hits you, and you're you got alcohol over the limit. Well, now you're the one at fault, regardless. If somebody dies, you're charged with manslaughter. You know what I mean, like it's not worth it. So anyway, I'm back to me focusing on me, focusing on Jay Bazaar, focusing on Denny Mons Productions. Denny Mons Production is just me. I, I'm working with a lot of people this year. Like I said, I got a collab album. I got multiple, multiple collabo tracks on all these projects I'm about to drop this year. And, but at the end of the day, this year, every, pretty much every show I'm doing, especially big name shows, you're going to see Jay Bazaar. You know, I just, just today I ordered my new stage banner. Nope. You're going to see presents. You're going to see all the Benny Riders out there at the shows fucking holding it down. I'm not doing a hundred goddamn shows anymore. I've done that for years. I don't need a hundred shows. If anything, it's taken away from me focusing on music, you know what I mean? And now that I've stopped because I can't drive to all these shows myself, you know, I got four kids, so I got to line babysitters up and 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 pay for it if it's not someone who's family and, and, and pay for the gas and then get out. And you know what I mean? It's so much responsibility. It gave me a purpose to not do all 100 shows anymore. I'm not doing all the little shows. I'm doing big hitting shows, power plays, 2020s power plays for me. And this is starting it out right now. Fucking April 19th, Scully's in Columbus, Ohio, Twisted. Catch Jay Bazaar solo set. Uh, my dude Jay Villain's going to be up there doing a solo set. Um, and we got music together. He's actually going to be on a, an album. He's on a song. He came last weekend, the day of the headlining show that we threw at uh, Poor Boys last weekend, which actually turned out bomb as fuck. 
he came that morning and dropped his shit for me because he knew it was important. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. balls are moving around here. Balls are juggling around here, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are cracking around here. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad to hear the show last week. It went dope with Jay Villain. Shout out to Jay Villain. Uh, oh, yeah. bro, we had a bigger crowd. We had a bigger crowd than some of these headlining shows that we are opening for. Put money in their pockets. That's dope. We had a bigger crowd, more support, more love. People didn't just flood out. They stuck around, sold hella merch. Love, love. It makes you realize, you know what? We don't need a headliner name necessarily. You know what I'm saying? We don't need that. The purpose of a headlining name for me is to be able to to get on it, set up my shit, bomb that motherfucking set like a like a, you know what I mean gun on that set. People to be like, damn, this dude's killing it. Hey, what's up, man? I'm you know people I ain't met before. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's the purpose for me, and that's what I'm doing with this Twisted show coming up. Like you gonna see me up there going in on it, and then motherfuckers are gonna know what's up, and then they gonna come out hopefully to the next solo show I throw. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. That's gonna be a that's, dope that's show, the man. The game. Twisted, the dynamic duo. You got ABK, Axe Murder Boys, mm-hmm. Twisted, Jay Bizarre, Jay Villain, who knows who else. That's super fresh. April 19th Man. at Scully's pre-420 okay. extravaganza for all the smokers out there. <laughs> exactly. I, once midnight hit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, whole the, whole the whole month's the holiday. That's why they're doing the tour. Oh, yeah. 420, yeah, 420, sure. on, 420, all month. Man. I've seen one of those memes where they're like, when you realize 420, April is 420 all month. Right. It's like Snoop Dogg looking high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it sounds like you got all kinds Mark, of... Mark, <laughs> it sounds like you got all kinds of big stuff going on in 2020, man. I definitely look forward to, uh, to seeing it. For everybody that wants to go... Uh, Check it out now. You can go to that new record, 2020 Dented Vision, dropped January of this year. You can stream it. It's on Spotify, all streaming platforms. Um, You can check them out with Twisted on the 19th. Um, How do they keep in touch? What's your social media? Is you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Yeah, I'm on all of them. I I don't really fuck with Twitter too much. All my Facebook filters through to Twitter, though. So if you went to my Facebook or to my Twitter, which is Twitter slash JBizar, J-B-I-Z-R, pretty much every social media, it's J-B-I-Z-R, except Facebook is J-B-I-Z-R Music, so M-U-S-I-C, um, and that's my artist page. I have my personal page, too. I'm sure you can find that if you want to network with me. Uh, I, I cross-promo on those sites all the time, but... uh Definitely hit me up on Facebook.com slash Music, And, again, that's J-B-I-Z-R-M-U-S-I-C. And, uh, yeah, a lot of shit coming. Like I said, two new, two brand-new music videos coming. One for um, a song off of that 2020 Vision album called Mean As Fuck. And then the other one is off of the previous album, Identity Crisis. And I'm going to leave it a surprise. So when it drops, I'll be like, oh, he did that one. Dope! <laughs> you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not going to let y'all know that yet. I gave y'all a shit ton of info. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. New music, oh, new yeah. videos, big shows, all kinds of stuff popping off. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you guys keep track and keep following. And we'll definitely let you guys know what's going on as well. Um, I do have one more question for you, brother, because we asked all of our guests the same shit, so you're not going to get away without it. Uh, 
essentially you got three records, man, that either inspired you as a person, you know, as a man, as an artist, maybe even as a father. Um, you know, maybe you listen to them when you're sad or you're happy or whatever it may be. Three records that you just could not live without. What would they be? Uh, that would be, uh, like I said, Tupac, All Eyes on Me. That's a perfect time frame for what I like from Pac. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sex, Sugar Magic. That's my feel-good shit when I'm feeling like shit. I put that in and just the funk, the mm. fucking makes me feel amazing. And uh, the third one, man, that those two I know deep down. Uh, I feel like, uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. There's so many ways I could go with that. I could split this last one into a few. <laughs> I like I like I like Blaze One Less G, but that's just the Blaze department. You know what I mean? I like Twisted uh, Mirror Mirror because the darkness of it. Um, that's just the Twisted department. And then let's say ICP. Um, Great Malenko got me into it all uh, to this whole scene, man. Fucking, uh, I have to say. Great Malenko, you know what I mean? I had to split that last one up to the juggler world, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was expecting Bizarre Bizarre since it was the... Uh... No, no, because I was... <laughs> Great Malenko really drew me in. I did, I was For like, sure. these motherfuckers are hilarious. <laughs> Bizarre Bizarre was dope as fuck. Hell yeah. Very versatile, double disc, came out on Halloween or the day before or some shit. Yep. So that was dope. Yeah, Halloween, that but was a big Great day. Great Malenko, man, I would have to hold, hold, hold closer, man. Like, take me back, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's a lot of people's. But yeah, that Bizarre Bizarre, that, I forgot about that. That was a big day, wasn't it? It was Bizarre Bizarre and Freak Show all on Halloween. Yeah. Three that records. That was epic, bro. I remember getting all three discs. <laughs> all three motherfucking CDs, man. I was uh, like, yeah. That's just I had the flyer from the documentary DVD. I had that fucking, I believe that's what it, when I got it, I think it was from the documentary. Probably, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm almost certain. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like that's where I got the flyer from. It was like a double-sided flyer. It could have been, yeah. I, uh, I don't know the times, but yeah, probably, because that came out. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know if his documentary came out in, like, 98, though, but I swear that's what it was on. Yeah, because Jekyll, Jekyll Brothers came out before Bizarre Bizarre. Maybe, you know what, maybe it came with Jekyll Brothers. No, no, that wouldn't have been it either. I think a dumping flyer might have came with that. Who knows? Maybe Lotus. Yeah, I don't maybe. know, man. It's been so long, too many blunts. Well, it was a long time, yeah. Hell, a long time ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. Whoop, whoop, and all Nonetheless, that. all the OGs know what's up. <laughs> Hell yeah, for sure, man. Well, definitely looking forward to uh, to seeing what you have coming in 2020, man. Big shit popping. Hopefully, uh, you know, everybody comes back to this for years and they're like, oh, dude's dope. He was on Repocon. So, uh, any last words, any shout outs, anything you want to say or we forgot about before. Uh, um, for taking all your time. I want to shout y'all out for for uh, giving me the opportunity. You know what I mean? Um, I know y'all. I know y'all uh, got a lot of motherfuckers out here, so uh, it's not easy to keep up with everybody. Um, so I appreciate y'all giving me oh, yeah. the opportunity to you know reach out through y'all as a platform, you know, and 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 everything. Um, shout out to everybody I fuck with right now. You know who I fuck with because it's probably you. Um, and shout out to my family, my wifey, my my kids, my my family who uh, understands me and doesn't judge me for being a fucking juggalo and 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 doing music and and then shout out to fucking just the whole scene that supports that isn't always at war with themselves and everyone who actually just listens to music for the music. If you uh, if if you know you 
out here picking sides because of this or that, that is drama that don't involve you type shit. Well, you know, fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> other than that, much love to you because we all the same out here. You know what I mean? Like, if you got love, you got love, and it's recognized in my eyes. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Underground unity all day, man. So we try to do. We spreading that shit. So, hell yeah. Well, much love, yeah, brother. And, uh, all right, man. Hey, and, uh, much love and stay in it. Hell yeah, bro. Peace. Peace. Yo, 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 yo. Spotify and streaming exclusive. We're going to play a little bit of them, uh, a little bit of that music for everybody to enjoy. Uh, it's a little sample of the homie, Jay Bazaar. Make sure you guys go check him out. Yeah. They say independent is the way to go. And I feel that shit. I've been holding down this Denny Mons Productions since 2006. Like you can vibe with me from what I put on my timeline But you can't fly with me cause I'm just living my lifetime Divine and simple like I'm sipping the white wine The mind is complex, gotta rest all the time The why that I'm independent cause I can never lie Around while my products ain't feet to the ground I got to rise up, give it a buck Sip the streets, I'll take your lunch Old Schlager, Jaeger, Blunt Waking up, beef and soap with the I'm a That's what I'm good at Mask on, creeping with 2020 vision. Don't take my mask off, tripping. Ain't slipping, I'm on a mission. Freaking bad soul, sniffing and stressing. A shadow present like a bad soul, making me wanna push a method. Can't check my catalog, best of the best. Make a bad lesson, take a bad song. Christening and miserable, get a victim like a last call. Gripping the whip and the smell of liquor like a bad call. Ditching a victim in front of businesses. Mad wasted greatness, kept in cases at my pad, large basement to take them like I'm Dexter Morgan, asshole. Easy to break them like a mason laced in asphalt. Deep in the pavement, seeping DNA or bag on case with a wake. Another missing person drop gone deep in the lake. <laughs> I mean it, don't care where it is if it's a mission. Yeah, yeah. For the help move, I'm talking about that connecting contact to make moves. They acted like they was down, but forgot what was said. Cause once I dress them, the message is always left red. I need a favor, got to plan the biggest with the stands in the grands of my pocket handed privilege, man. I worked my rear and off in a representative dinner till party foot ain't leaving until somebody's drop, 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 drop. Like great sex with no latex I can paint clothes, let them disconnect And I break molds, so apex Chillin' at the top of no bullshit But I pull swift and I blow six Let them out the hop and them boys hit When I'm out the box and go full clip I'm about to make them drop and destroy shit Make the choice quick The noises and the voices I'm poison Toxic and obnoxious, don't avoid I ain't a treat for y'all I'm a reject bitch And the necklace says it all Somebody's about to fuck When I'm taking off the job Like nobody <laughs> yeah. Bitch gonna say I ain't do my fucking job. Shape us all. The homie fans, keep up with this shit. Strictly I'm losing peace in my mind on this grind, feeling traumatized. I got a Denny mind, I'm on all the hundred rounds. Peace 
in my mind on this grind, you'll get traumatized. I'm going post on your dial, look me in the eyes. in my mind, ain't on probation, clean record and slate. So how about I take this league away, cater to play? Peace in my mind on this grind, you'll deceive, but I can make it what it is. Even like this, I won't concede in this business. Today, screaming at Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.